And the second song of Beyonce that I also listened to this year was the song Other Side. Oh, Dakhil, Allah cannot do other side, Rhea. No, no, no. You made me listen to it when I was drunk and I ended up puking in a taxi. It was you really bad. You didn't puke? Bad. To in- yes, I did because it made me really sad. Before that, I was listening to The Lion King, Brown Skin Girl, which is like such a happy song. And then you made me listen to this and I puked my heart out. Okay, just for context, <laughs> drunk Marilyn in the car played brown skin girls on repeat in traffic Not my for problem. the 15th time. And I was really excited to listen to something a bit more chill, melodically. Hi, I'm Rhea. Hi, I'm Marilyn. And you're listening to Who Run The Time, a spin-off of our wonderful series, Who Run The World. Now, what is Who Run The Time, you may ask? We started Who Run The Time at the beginning of the pandemic when we were both on lockdown together with Hadi and Millie. And we took to the mic to tell peeps what we were up to, how we ran the time, how we left a time a pass. But guess what happened, Marilyn? Guess what happened after lockdown was over to everyone's shock? Time continued to run. And we kept running it. Why stop telling the people how we ran the time? And today, what are we doing? Today, we have a special episode of No One Gives a Fuck What Your Spotify Rap 2021 in Review is. <laughs> but we're going to tell you ours anyway, because... Exactly, because we don't care what you give a fuck about. Before we start, I would like to quickly ask you, what is your relationship to music? I have a daily relationship to music. I don't think a day goes by without me listening to some. I do a lot of listening to music while working. Unlike others, I prefer podcasts while driving, but music while working. And I start listening to music during my shower in the morning. I thought you were going to give me the age as which you started listening to music. It's like, I've been listening to music since I was two years old. Most people have been listening to music since before they were born. What about you, Razy? I like music. I don't love music. <laughs> the only person on the planet. On the planet. I don't it. like concerts. Do not take me to a concert unless you it's Beyonce. You don't like concerts? I like shows. What do you mean? Like, I don't want to be in the mosh pit with people. I want to sit and watch like a creep. Like, I like going to plays and stuff. And so that's the same thing I want out of my concerts. Other than like Beyonce and James Blake. And maybe Adele. I don't want to go to a concert. Sounds like a hoot, Raya. I'm a hoot as a person. And therefore, music for me, I'll choose a song on repeat when I'm writing. I'll listen sometimes when I'm working. I mainly will listen when I'm working out or when I'm walking and I'm imagining a movie or something. Like a soundtrack to your life? Yeah. Or to like feelings and stuff. Fascinating. I'm more of a podcast person. That's what I listen to on the reg. Big shocker, everybody. Yes, I'm sure everybody just fell off their chair. They did. That's me falling off my chair because I just shocked myself. You can't soundtrack to save your life. On Zoom, it doesn't sound as good. Mm, I'm sure you'll get an award for your sound effects. All right, Razy. So what are we going to do today with our wrapped of the Spotify's? So last night, Marilyn and I were hanging on Zoom, and that's when the Spotify wrapped came out. And we had such a fun time going through each other's playlists. And so we decided to go through artists, albums, or songs to comment on them and also associate each song with 
a period of time that it reminded us this year or a mood or whatever to kind of give you our year in review and how we ran the time. Pretty much. All right, Razzy, I got mine. Who is the number one artist that you listen to this year? It's the same one every fucking year. It's Beyonce. Can you guess who mine was? It's the same one every fucking year as well. Is it Beyonce? It's Beyonce. Oh my God, who run the world? Beyonce number one. I mean, if this ain't fate. I mean, we like to live up to our personas, to our cliches, and to our podcast name. So here we are. Listen. So, Razy, what's your context for listening to Beyonce and also which album? So Beyonce is one of those artists that transcends moods and situations. So true. When I lived in Dubai, I would rock out to Beyonce in the car. I listen to Beyonce while writing. I will listen to Beyonce while walking on the streets of London and feeling the need to, you know, get that boost of energy. What album I consistently go back to is Homecoming. High five. High five, Katish. Well, I also, it's homecoming, but for very different reasons. Beyonce is my go-to music when I'm doing slides. That's so specific and interesting and random. I know. It's just, I hate doing slides with all my heart, but I'm a consultant. And so I spend lots of time doing slides. And so when I am doing that, I need something that like lifts me up and gives me the jazz, you know, like gives me the moves. Because otherwise, I just want to slip my own wrists. And so therefore, she is number one, because I spend lots of time making slides. Homecoming is totes give you the jazz type of album. Now, I would like to shout out to a particular song on Homecoming, which was my top song of the year, which Ooh, is Before I Let Go, which is the extra bonus track. It's a good song. Gives you a pep in your fucking step. Love it. Doom. And the second song of Beyonce that I also listened to this year was the song Other Side. Oh, Dakhil Allah cannot do Other Side, Rhea. No, no, no. You made me listen to it when I was drunk and I ended up puking in a taxi. It was you really didn't puke bad. To yes, I did because it made me really sad. Before that, I was listening to The Lion King, Brown Skin Girl, which is like such a happy song. And then you made me listen to this and I puked my heart out. First of all, I take great offense that you say that you puked because of Beyonce and this song. I puked because you made me listen to a sad song when I was drunk, which is a completely bad move on behalf of my bestie. You were three sheets to the wind. You would have puked even if we had put on the red hot chili peppers. Untrue. Do not blame me for the puking. Not true. First of all, mm -mm. love you. You can puke wherever you want. I will hold your hair wherever we are. But it wasn't the song. And yes, let me finish was. explaining. This is a message to all besties everywhere. If your friend is drunk, don't make them listen to the saddest song in the fucking universe. Okay, just for context. <laughs> Drunk Marilyn in the car played brown skin girls on repeat in traffic from one side of Dubai to the other side. Not my problem. The 15th time. And I was really excited to listen to something a bit more chill. Melodically. Sure. That makes you a great friend. Moving, Moving on. on. Go ahead. What's next? My second most loved artist this year is a um, two-man band from Texas called Surfaces. I didn't want to mention this yesterday, so I'm going to mention it today so it's fresh content. Who the fuck is Surfaces? Sunday Best. Don't know who that is. Feeling good like I should. Oh, I know when that song. I took a walk around the neighborhood. That's them. They're the sunniest, happiest, cutest thing. Also, you're really a fuckface because I shared 
two of their albums with you and told you how beautiful the album art was and you agreed. I don't remember these things. I'm sorry, but I'm never sharing anything I like with you ever again. Anyways, I just said at the beginning of the episode that I don't like music and I don't retain information of music. Okay. Well, now you know who they are on the record. The next time you forget, I'm going to smash your face. In any case, they have really cute, sunny, happy music. And it's the album that I listened to this summer when I was in Mexico and Greece and summer escapading. And it just makes me happy. There you go. What's your number two punk ass? James Blake. I love James Blake. What's your favorite song? Uh, that is such a great question because I do not have a favorite song because I love everything he does and I think he's hot stuff. En plus. Is he? Hell yeah. He looks like a creepy poet from like Trinity in Dublin. I think he's a creative genius. Is he though? Fucking love him. And he is an artist that I listen to his albums in completion. So I don't listen to one song, but I'll listen to the entire album. And one of my favorite albums of his is Assume Form. And I listen to that when I'm working. I listen to that when I'm on a plane. I listen to that when I just need to be pensive and thoughtful or I want to listen to some cool lyrics. James Blake is my guy. Love him. He is the only other person whose concert I would go watch. In addition to Adele and Beyonce. Mm -hmm. But like if I had to choose, I would go see a James Blake concert over an Adele concert, which is not a popular opinion. All right. I'm going to let you have that one. What's your number three? Joni Mitchell, baby. That's my number five. I mean, Joni's a fucking classic. One of the best singer songwriters of the century. Lyrical genius. Everything Genius. genius. And then I have like a few songs of hers and each one of them reminds me of a different moment. Hit us with those moments. So the first version of Both Sides Now that she recorded when she was younger reminds me of dropping you off at the airport because it's what I was listening to at that moment. And then I listened to it on repeat. And then I got into the second like version of it, which she sings when she's in like her 70s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And guys, you have to listen to both of them. It's incredible. The arrangement, the way her voice changes, the intonation change in every fucking lyric is just so incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, Joni's a fucking genius. And then I have different like albums and bits and pieces of her albums that I listened to actually on the way to Mexico in the first week when I was there. They're mellow, but they're also like thoughtful and political and personal and every lyric counts. It's incredible. I will add to what you were saying. So I think when you dropped me off at the airport and played that song, even though I was in full tears moments, I still listened to that song. And then it kind of re-spurted a Joni Mitchell moment as well in my life. And it particularly spurted uh, the moment of the album Blue, Mm -hmm, which I absolutely love. And I listened to it on repeat my first three months, I think, in London. And I think that's why it crept up to the number five rank. What I love about Joni Mitchell is that every time you listen to her, there's a different experience because you're either listening for the melody or you pick up something in the lyrics or you have a combination of songs where you're like, oh, actually, this combination is quite nice or there's a story. And it's just a solid listen for, you know, chill, also pensive. Couldn't agree more. That's another concert. Actually, I would go watch as well. I'm pretty sure she doesn't do concerts anymore. Not anymore. See, I think it's my excuse for not going to concert is picking people who stopped doing concerts. I mean, let me tell you how old she is. 
Joni Mitchell is, she's 78. Holy shit. What's your number four? My number three is Billie Eilish. <gasps> That's my number four. Damn. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Love so Billie. what does Billie Eilish remind you of? I'll tell you when I started my Billie Eilish kick this year, because I discovered Billie this year. It was at your house, and Dunya was playing her playlist. Yes. I have the exact same memory. And that song, remind us of the song name, because I don't remember song names or albums, titles, I'm or anything. I'm not your friend. Yes, I'm not your friend. And then I went to listen, I listened to her album called When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? And then there's this uh, the other one that we love. Which is? I had a dream. I had everything I wanted. Such a good song. So good. So good. And her voice, Hicka, is so demure but also it comes big and like there's big melody and it's there's a lot of distortions and she doesn't really follow any rules and she talks about being a woman but also being in crappy relationships but also depression and mental health and all these different things and it's just fun to dance to some of them but also fun to just listen and just fun to get upset at yeah i knew billy eilish from before because um ziad a friend had introduced me to her a good three years ago but I did also like come back and spend mm. a lot of time with her this year because of that moment so mm. Dunya this one's a shout out also Dunya's birthday was yesterday happy birthday Dunya we wish her a very very happy birthday happy birthday underrated song <laughs> <laughs> yeah best song ever really I don't know if I prefer happy birthday or last Christmas What no. would you have done if happy birthday and last Christmas was in my top five? It wouldn't be shocking, by the way. I would have referred was. you to a psychiatric <laughs> uh, consultation. What is your number four? Lord. Lord or Lord D? I never know. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to say it's Lord. Guys, this is not a music podcast. I was going to tell you that like Billie Eilish is what Lord would have been if she'd been good. <laughs> That's why Billy is my number three and Lord is not my number four. I just think like Lord could have been, but wasn't, you know? Lord was on her way there. Like, I think her latest album is not good, but I really love her album before. Royals? Sorry. You like Royals? Not Royals. No, no, no. Oh. I like the other one. Which one? Um, let me pull it up. See, I'm telling you guys, I don't know the names of these things. Melodrama. So the reason why Lord is on this is because of throwback Lord. Fair enough. Or Lord D. Or Lord no, Da, I or Googled Lord Des. It. It's, it's Lord. It's Lord. I think we have a better chance of pronouncing Lord than fucking new COVID variant name. Omnicorn. <laughs> I call it Omnicom. Uh, Rhea calls it Omnicorn. So your number five was Joni. My number five is Jimiroquai. Cosmic girl. Exactly, because... See, I listen to you. Whatever. Jamiroquai has a song called Cosmic Girl that I've like been listening to since I was 15 because it, it was featured in a ballet film that was called Center Stage that I must have watched a billion times. Is it a coincidence that our current podcast is called Centaur Stage? Kind of is, but really isn't. Anyways, this song was on the soundtrack of that film like 20 years ago or more. When I started Cosmic Centaurs, I made it a ritual that we would listen to Cosmic Girl before any of our live events or workshops. And that is why it's so high on the list. Fucking love it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know why I like the Spotify rap thing? Why do you like it? Because it allows you to go back into the year 
or different rituals or feelings and it takes you right back there and i think more than any other medium music really transposes you back into a feeling or a memory look at you liking music all of a sudden yeah just in december when spotify releases their wrapped playlist the rest of the year i don't give a shit all right razy and now let us know how many minutes did you listen to music this year 20,344 i mean for someone who doesn't like music how many minutes is that per day let's find out it's about an hour a day you know I'm doing an hour and a half a day on average. What song is your guilty pleasure? Guilty pleasures. I mean, look, the occasional Taylor Swift always shows up. Hit us with your T-Swift song. I mean, I like the earlier days. I don't like country girl. It's come up right now. Well, she, earlier days was country. Then she went pop. Now yeah, not that early. Sorry. I love Hozier. I'll always go back to him. Love Hozier. Is that guilty? It's not. And no, I'm not ashamed of it, if, if that's your question. Yeah, Allah, your guilty pleasures are so, like, they're still good. Mm, I don't have... You have, like, shitty guilty oh, pleasures. Oh, I have, like, really so many guilty super pleasures. Super shitty guilty pleasures. I don't. One of my guiltiest pleasures in life, just like I like trash television, I love listening to corny, cheesy songs with a good <sighs> hook. And I went through a phase this year in February, March... I listen to like really cheesy, dancey, Latin rumba music, which they would only play during workout classes that I loved and would listen during my walks. It's not even like proper reggaeton, you know, it's like no, some no, no, shitty no. thing in the middle. Audio tune and everything. <laughs> Audio tune and everything. Uh... I'll give you some, some highlights. No, please don't. So we start off great with Before I Let Go... Rise Fun. by Jonas Blue. You know, I'm going to rise, 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 rise till you fall. Other side, which sure, George Ezra, sure. And then here we go, guys. One after the other. Echame la culpa by Luis Fonsi <laughs> of Despacito <laughs> fame. And then the fact that this is in my top 10 is literally mortifying. But fuck it. This is a very honest podcast. So Cayocho, Mr. 305 made it. Pitbull with his song. Echa paya. I which can't is raise it. I really can't. bad an obscure pitbull song but then you got james blake and you got Joni mitchell and other things that i'm proud of paris hilton made it to my list paris fucking hilton with Stop. the song called stars is blind which i started listening to when i was in lockdown in the hotel look i have lots of respect for this woman but have no respect for anything she's ever produced her song is actually quite good <sighs> uh sure so voila, that's uh, Rhea's guilty pleasures. Beautiful, guys. So hit us up with your wrapped. And by the way, Razy, there's a wrapped for podcast. I was going to ask so, you, what was your podcast top listens? Yeah, I mean, I listen on pod- to podcasts on so many different apps. But on Spotify, obviously, Who Run the World was there. And then there was the two Brene Brown podcasts. Mm-hmm. And then there was Same. The Knowledge Project was my top number one, which mm-hmm. I love, cannot recommend enough. If you guys have us on your Spotify wrapped, please. You didn't ask me what podcast I listened to. I know Who Run the World isn't there. And also I know you use Overcast. And so I can say from Overcast what I listened to. That's not a Spotify wrapped. Fine. It was the armchair expert. There you go. So listen, you guys, if we were not on your wrap this year, better make it happen next year. We wish you all a happy beginning of the end of the year. We hope this month is uh, amazing and wonderful. 
you know, brings up the average of how much you've loved this year. And do bring up our average by leaving a review if you can, something very selfish that we're asking for today. And the unselfish ask is, as always, please find a worthy cause to donate to in Lebanon if you can, or anywhere else in the world. It's a month where everybody deserves a little bit of uh, hope, and so we hope you give somebody hope. Razi, thank you for being my co-host with the most. Am I just your co-host? Yeah. I mean, after this music debacle, it's, I think we're going to wrap up everything else. <gasps> I was about to close it with T minus 28 days till we see each other next. It's less than 28 days. You can't do math, can you? It's T minus 26. 